Have you ever wondered if maybe God is punishing you by keeping you single? Or maybe you've even said before, well, God just hasn't sent anyone my way. Or, well, God must have a reason for keeping me single. If you've ever wondered if God is making you be single, tune in to Wonderful Life because that's exactly what we're gonna talk about in this episode. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't wanna be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing the life that you can have where you're happy and you're peaceful, not because you're single, but while you're single. For me, I'm in my 40s. I've always wanted to be married and have a family. I've never been married. I don't have any children. And that was really a source of great sorrow and sadness for me for a long time. But I figured out how to make peace with my singleness so I could be happy even though I don't have the relationship I want. And that's what Wonderful Life is here to help you with so you can find your happy. I used to really think that maybe God was mad at me and that's why I was single, or at least that I wasn't doing things right to where he would send me a man, like I didn't do enough to earn that relationship yet. And if you've ever been in a church, and I was raised in the Christian church, and one of the things that you hear a lot if you're a single woman is Psalm 37.4, which says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That made me think, okay, so if I don't have the desire of my heart, which is a relationship, then I'm not delighting myself in the Lord. So I'm not doing things right. God must be mad at me. I'm not devoted enough to God to earn that relationship. And so that's why I thought God was mad at me because I thought, well, I guess I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. I need to do more. I need to pray more. I need to work harder, whatever it was. And it, it just kept me on this treadmill of trying to prove to God that I was good enough to, or to deserve that relationship. Now, King David, who wrote Psalm 37, there's a story in the Bible that he had this desire to build a temple to God. And God said, no, I will not accept a temple built by you. David, there's too much blood on your hands. Instead, your son Solomon is going to build my temple. And that was really hurtful for David. He loved God and he wanted to build a temple and God said, no, I'm not going to get on board with that. Solomon will build my temple. And so David said, okay, I can't build the temple, but I'm going to save up. I'm going to amass wealth and treasure that Solomon can then use to build this incredible temple. And when I read that story, it made me think, well, okay, so maybe um, I just haven't demonstrated to God that I'm willing to, to do the work. So I started hosting 
bridal showers and engagement parties and baby showers for all my friends thinking, well, I don't get to have a shower and I don't get to have a party, but maybe if I provide it for other people, God will give me the desires of my heart. And I thought, well, see, I can show God that it's, I'm not just being petty. I'm not being selfish. It's not like, well, I don't get a bridal shower because I'm not getting married, so I'm not going to do anything. I thought, well, so if I get out there and do for other people the exact thing that I want, maybe that'll work. And by the way, it turns out God is not a cosmic venting machine. You can't just go out and do all these things and think you're going to get a reward of a man. And then I would hear these stories that used to make me fly into a rage just about. These The stories go like this. You know, I was divorced or I went through a breakup, whatever, and I was really sad and upset. And finally, I just prayed and said, God, whatever you want to do is fine. Just, you know, take this from me. And if you want me to be single, I'll be single. And the very next day, I met my husband. And that used to drive me nuts because, yeah, I prayed that prayer like a gazillion times and I didn't ever meet my husband. So it used to really fry me when women would talk about, well, I just prayed to God and told him to do whatever he thought was best and I got a husband. I hate to hear those stories. Do not put a story like that in the comments. So I was in this space for a long time where I was alternating between God is mad at me, so I've got to work really hard so that he won't be mad at me and then he'll send me the desire of my heart. Between that and just being mad at God, like, what else do you want me to do? And either one of those, let me just tell you, the energy, I mean, you just think about the way you feel if you're thinking like that. It feels very much like, I'm working, I gotta do all this stuff. Or, you're mad at me, like, why won't you give me what I want? Well, those are very like contractive energy, like you're contracting. And that does not bring love into your life in any form. What brings love into your life is expansion. And I just read something that Martha Beck wrote in O Magazine, and she was saying that when you're in that contractive, like I've got to do all this stuff, and why aren't you mad? You know, why aren't you sending me a man? That that is actually. I get them confused. The sympathetic nervous system, parasympathetic, I can't remember, but the fight or flight, whichever the fight or flight one is, that's what this is, fight or flight. And it's the actual other part of your brain that you need to be able to fall in love. You need to have the, hey, it's all good. And you can't be like, hey, it's all good when you're mad at God or running yourself into the ground. So now what I believe is that it's not that God kept me single. It's not that God had a reason for me to be single. It's that I was in this state all the time of, I've got to do more to be good enough to deserve a relationship or God's mad at me, that I was just keeping love at bay. So today, I know that I'm single because largely of choices that I have made and that's called karma. So you do something cause and effect, okay? Action, reaction, that's what karma is. So today I believe I'm single because of choices that I made and decisions that I made and things that I did or didn't do 
And that's why I'm single. I don't believe that there's a reason for everything and I really hate it when people, don't don't put that in the comments either. Like, yeah, there, everything happens for a reason. No, it doesn't. Don't ever tell someone who's lost a child, everything happens for a reason, because that is just not true. But I do believe that anything can be used for good. I think that God uses everything. Um, even when you look in the Bible, Jesus, whenever he would feed the crowds, you know, he would take like the five fish and the two loaves or whatever, and they would distribute it among the crowd. He would always tell the disciples, go and pick up whatever is left. He didn't waste. So I think that any situation that we have in our lives, God can use that for our good and for other people. So while I believe that my singleness is partly karma. I also hope that it's dharma and your dharma is your purpose in your life. So I'm single because of choices I made. I take responsibility for that. But I hope that something positive that's come out of it is maybe wonderful life where I can help other people. So there are three steps that I took to get over that belief that God was somehow keeping me single. And the first one is kind of what I just alluded to. I took responsibility for my choices. And I looked at my life and said, well, you know, I've wasted time on relationships that weren't gonna go anywhere. I settled for um, men who really weren't what I was looking for, or I wasn't clear about what I wanted. And so by taking responsibility for my role and my decisions in being single, then that helped me see that it wasn't that God was doing something to me. It's that I was taking action that was giving me a reaction. The second thing I did was I checked my motives. Now, the Bible says in several places that God looks at the heart. So I said, let me look at my heart then and see what God might be seeing. And I said, okay, why do I want a family? And for most women, that's very normal and natural. You should want community. You probably want a family and there's nothing wrong with that. And when I looked at my motives, why do I want a family or why do I want to be married? It's not because I think that then it'll prove that I'm good or, you know, because I want someone to do something for me. I mean, I really felt like I want a family that I can love and nurture and take care of. And when I looked at that, I thought, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with why I want a husband or why I want a family. And so if my motives are pure, why would God be punishing me? It just didn't make any sense. And that helped me to see that I'm not single because God is punishing me because I'm doing something wrong. Why would he punish me if my motives are pure? The third thing I did was I forgave my own past. There was a little question in my mind as to, well, maybe I'm being punished for mistakes that I made in the past in relationships. One of the attributes of God is that God forgives us. And so if God has forgiven me, then he would not be punishing me now for something he already forgave me for. So if I feel like I'm being punished, there's really only one person who could be punishing me and that's myself. So I decided that I needed to let go of those past mistakes 
because God wasn't bringing them up and punishing me. I was doing that to myself. And that really gave me a sense of peace to realize that God isn't out to get me. God isn't doing something to me to keep me single or teach me this horrible lesson of being alone. And once I really understood that, I could just relax and have peace. Now, I would love to tell you that I relaxed and I have peace and then I met my husband. That has not happened. But I do have one of the things that I always wanted, which is to just have peace in my life and a sense of happiness. And again, that's what I call the wonderful life. Now, I wrote a blog on this. So if you want to read some more or you want to go back over these steps that I just shared with you, go to wonderfullife.com, check out the blog, and listen, I'd love to hear from you. Wonderful Life is a dialogue, not a monologue. So I would love to know in the comments, have you ever felt like maybe God was punishing you or God is keeping you single for some kind of reason? I'd really love to know. Please let me know that I'm not alone in having felt that way. And as always, put in the comments anything that you're struggling with as a single woman and what is it that we could help you with here at Wonderful Life? And you can always connect with us at wonderfullife.com. Next week on Wonderful Life, we're going to talk about how to not feel like a failure because you're single. Sometimes you can feel like you are a failure because a relationship didn't work out or you don't have a relationship. So join us next week right here on Wonderful Life.